Well, everyone, welcome to another episode of Lead from the Driver's Seat. This is Alan Rutan coming to you today. And today I've got a very special guest, a good friend of mine, a confidant, a coach in more ways than one, a trusted advisor, uh, Curtis Fox. He is the owner of a local fitness facility called Rise Athletics and Wellness. And he has a fantastic organization and a really great team. So I'm excited to have him here on this episode today. So Curtis, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it as we're getting this podcast launched and building an audience and a following. Uh, you know, I reached out to Curtis last week and I said, hey, would you consider doing an interview? And he says, sure. So I appreciate your willingness to always help me out. It, I am grateful for that. Absolutely. So we're just going to have a conversation today, folks, maybe 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to ask Curtis a few questions because he is a business owner, an entrepreneur, and uh, won a few awards for that. So actually, I'd like you to sort of just give a little bit of bio about you, Curtis, if you could, just a little introduction, where you, you, know, where you came from, how you got here, and, uh, and talk a little bit about the entrepreneurial award you won this past year, too, because that's pretty exciting. Sure, yeah. So, um, I mean, my... Um career of, of choice was actually, uh, I was firefighting and, and I did that, uh, you know, pretty much out of high school um, and into, into fire college and then into that career. I uh, did that for about uh, seven, eight years. And um, in that time, really started to enjoy fitness um, from, from a, a coaching perspective and just kind of what, uh, obviously I used it, um, you know, just in my everyday job, but um, really just, you know, introducing people to fitness and, and seeing, um, you know, the joy that they would experience in, in, yeah, in starting fitness and how that would apply to different areas of their life. Um, you know, when you start to, to do something that, uh, you know, you didn't think you could do. And, and as the, the coach or the trainer, you know, whatever term you want to use, uh, you know, being that one that, that encourages them that they can do it and then they do. And, and, you know, they start applying that to other areas than just picking up a heavier dumbbell, right. It's, it's, um, it's a bit of a boost in, in all kinds of, of areas. And so, um, I, I decided I'm going to start a gym and, uh, and I, that's kind of, you know, it was just going to be a gym and, uh, not much more to it. I was going to keep firefighting and, you know, one thing kind of led to another and, you know, kind of the right, the right, uh, the right, no, uh, answer, the answer, no came along, uh, in the right way. And that, uh, the facility I wanted to use to, to set up a typical gym, the, the guy that owned the, the space, he said, uh, no, I don't, I don't want a gym in there. Well, first he did. And so we were, we were ready to go and we were getting ready to finalize everything. And then he decided, no, I don't want a gym in there because it, uh, it's attached to a mall and I'd rather have a, a tenant that's going to help bring other people, uh, in for the other tenants, you know, more, more mm -hmm. traffic, not just, uh, you know, in and out for the gym workout. Right. So luckily that happened because uh, that kind of caused me to go back to the drawing board. And I thought, well, it's not the gym that I love. It's, it's the coaching, as I mentioned earlier. And, and so that's where, and so I'm, I'm incredibly grateful that that happened the way it did. And, and that's what uh, led me to, to start the company that I did in, in 2012, which was just a small training studio and, and um, just, uh, yeah, all personal training and uh, recognizing that it was the, yeah, the coaching and the training and that environment that I wanted. And, and so we've actually, um, we've expanded, uh, we're into our third uh, spot. Um, so single, single location. Sometimes I tell people third spot and they're like, Oh, where are your other two? Uh, so it's, uh, it's our third, <laughs> yeah. uh, third facility. Uh, we, we just have the one, but we've expanded twice and, um, and yeah, we've, we've added many different services along the way. Uh, primarily the big thing being, uh, different types of group training, 
um, but all all while maintaining that same you know private environment where um, it's not an open access gym. Nobody's coming in and doing their own workouts. Um, anybody that walks through the doors uh, is working directly with our one of our coaches again, whether that's group training or personal training. Um, and then we yeah we've added a quite a variety of services um, from active living for for the aging population to uh, sports performance for youth athletes to uh, different types of rehab programs coming off of surgeries and things like that. Um, so that's yeah, incredible. that's, um, that's kind of where we are today. And we've got a team of, of nine, uh, here now, and, um, that's, uh, kind of how it came to be and, and where we are. That's pretty cool. And because of some of this expansion and some of the work you've done in the community and, and building your reputation as a, as an, as a young entrepreneur and really expanding and growing your business, you were actually honored with, uh, with an award last year. You want to fill us in a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So we, yeah, we uh, were nominated for the Business Builder Award um, the, here with the uh, Winkler Chamber of Commerce. And uh, so we were, yeah, quite honored by that and um, kind of, uh, you know, had to tell the, the company story as a part of the, uh, the nomination process, um, which, was, which was quite eye-opening. Um, sometimes, you know, you're in it so much, you don't, um, you don't kind of see, you know, you don't necessarily see how you've, you know, changed or, or evolved over the years because you're just in that day-to-day grind. And so uh, that was yeah. kind of a, a cool experience to have to sit down and, and, and kind of relive exactly what I just, what I just shared. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we ended up, yeah, we won it. Uh, it was the Business Builder Award. And uh, yeah, it was quite the honor, um, both in just you know, how the business has, you know, been built uh, over the years, you know, from, um, you know, having the team that we have and the clients and the community that we have. And, um, but also, uh, you know, to be able to share that stage with some, some pretty, uh, you know, uh, iconic companies within the, the Winkler area as well was pretty cool. Absolutely. Very cool. And, and that sort of, you know, led you to another opportunity to serve uh, representing the province of Manitoba in Japan for an event. Could you just yeah. uh, sh- short, uh, brief intro on what, sure. that, what that entailed? Yeah, definitely. So um, Futurepreneur Canada um, had reached out um, to see about uh, if I'd be interested in, in applying to be a delegate or a, C- a Canadian delegate to the G20 uh, summit in Japan. So the, the, there's the, you know, your typical G20 where all the world leaders um, go. And so it's always in that same host country. And it's usually about a, about a month prior to the world leaders getting there, they host the Young Entrepreneurs Alliance Summit. And uh, so, yeah, I was selected as the uh, Manitoba delegate and, and as one of the Canadian delegates to uh, go and just kind of, yeah, represent, uh, you know, young entrepreneurs and, and uh, you know, help bring the different challenges um, forward and, and ways that, um, you know, we can kind of you know, advocate for and, and, you know, almost lobby the government for uh, different, different ways that could help entrepreneurs. Very cool. Excellent. And I know you represented Canada well, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, so just, just to jump in a few questions, obviously there's some stuff going on in our world right now with the COVID-19 crisis and we're hearing all sorts of uh, horror stories of, of things that are happening and businesses that are suffering. And I know it has affected you personally too in your business environment and your team. So just briefly, how has it impacted Rise Athletics and Wellness? Yeah, so we, um, you know, in, in Manitoba here, they, they put out a state of emergency. Um, that was kind of, the, I guess, the initial response uh, to, to COVID-19. Um, and with that, they uh, mandated that uh, gyms and gaming centers close were the initial 
uh, pieces. And then a couple of weeks later was the start of the non-essential businesses. And so, yeah, we were definitely in that first wave uh, where we couldn't operate. We had uh, four hours notice. They put the, the notice out at noon and had to be closed by four. And, and so we kind of wrapped things up for the day there. And, you know, it, um, yeah, we, we, you know, very quickly decided that we were, we were going to figure out a way to adapt. Um, and so myself and two of our, our key uh, leaders here, our full-time coaches, uh, the three of us, we sat down the following morning and, um, you know, just hammered out how we could, you know, just keep reaching our clients virtually. And I guess that is one, you know, really big, just from a, a business standpoint, uh, compared to a lot of other gyms that, you know, was a huge advantage for us that, you know, our clients want to work with a coach. They want to work with us. That's why they're here um, versus just an open gym and coming by and doing their own thing and, you know, um, using the equipment. Right. And so right, right. we kind of had the advantage that, um, you know, we could certainly take uh, our coaching services and use them virtually. The big hurdle being the, the equipment. Right. And so, you know, yes. what do people have at home? And, and so we ended up um, borrowing out pretty much, you know, the majority of our, our equipment, you know, whatever could get moved out of here, got moved out. And, um, and then, yeah, started developing, you know, uh, very, uh, modifiable workouts uh that we you know have been doing with our clients over zoom uh zoom conference calls to uh to allow them to you know keep some level of normalcy to their fitness very cool so i mean that's one key thing a lot of businesses struggled with during this thing was how to how to pivot i'm hearing that word everywhere (laughs) you know you never hear pivot pivot before COVID 19 it seemed now you're hearing pivot everywhere all these pivot businesses were unable to pivot that quickly and modify and so therefore just had to cease operation And, and and we know that some of them probably will not make it through this but you were able to actually turn very quickly to doing this virtually so yeah. that, you know, that's kudos to you and your team for coming up with the, with the plan and the process and able to do this and keep your, keep serving your clients through this time. Definitely. Yeah. We, that was the first thing we thought of is, you know, we're, we're so used to seeing our clients come in, whether it's, you know, two times a week, three times a week, you know, whatever type of program they're on uh, to just have that, uh, you know, shut down with, you know, we, we knew there was likely going to be some restrictions coming at some point and potentially a closure, but you know, being in that very first uh, wave with with really no notice definitely was a very abrupt uh, change for us, or an abrupt pivot. So, um, but yeah, we, that was that was it right away. We just thought, you know, we we can't, you know, we're used to seeing them all the time. They're used to coming in and getting their workout in. We can't uh, just abandon that and kind of just sit back and go, okay, you know, oh well, well we'll open when we can. Right. Um, we knew we needed to find a way, and and uh, and so yeah, the as as a team, we came together and, and figured that out. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. And I, you know, for being that Curtis and I are good friends and I've been around his company for a number of years now in in different capacities, I know most of your team and you're very fortunate to have the people that you do on your leadership team with you there because there, there's some, there's some bright people working with you. So you're very fortunate for that. So, uh, you know, here's going to put you on the spot for a little bit because I know this can't be easy right? It can't be easy because you're not only feeling the responsibility of, you know, con- wanting to continue serve- serving your clients. You employ a group of people that you want to continue supporting you. It is your livelihood because it is your business, right? How have you remained positive throughout this, you know, this COVID-19 crisis? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, early on so that 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 state of emergency that i've been referencing that was on a friday 
and uh, I remember waking up so on Friday. I don't, I'm not a, I think I'm, I'm a pretty like, I'm an emotional guy in that like, you know, I have no problem with emotions and, and I can, uh, you know, have a nice deep conversation, but uh, it takes a lot to bring me to tears. And, and Friday, that Friday, you know, afternoon, I, I, I broke down after realizing, you know, what, what was actually happening. And then I remember again on Saturday morning and then on Sunday morning, it happened again. And I, you know, I felt like, man, like what's happening? I can't control myself. And, and then Monday kicked in and, and Monday was, you know, the start of this whole virtual thing and, and the team was on board and, and, you know, we, we knew we had to go hard to keep our, our clients motivated. You know, it's a massive change for them as well, uh, potentially in their own you know, workplaces and personal lives, but then obviously with their, with their fitness routines. And so we knew we had to come out of the gate really strong and motivating them. And so I, uh, I don't want to use the word faking it, but I, you know, I was, I was really, um, I knew I needed to do it for them, even if I wasn't feeling it, um, in the messages we were sending, you know, we have a private Facebook group, uh, for our members and that's where a lot of it was happening. And, uh, and so I think it kind of, uh, it's my own, uh, my own coaching, my own coaching them, I guess, kind of rubbed off on me. And, uh, <laughs> so I kind of thought, no, I need to, I need to, uh, you know, pick myself up here and, and, and get to it. And so kind of by mid mid week, that, that first week, uh, you know, being closed, I, uh, I thought, okay, I gotta, I gotta settle in. This is, this is going to be a bit of a, a longer term thing than we think. Right. And I got to settle into something here. And, and so the thing that, that really has kept me positive since, since that point and just kind of realizing I needed to do something is, is routine. Um, just, just having a set routine. Uh, and for me, that's, I'm, I'm up fairly early, um, I'm out with my dog for probably about 45 minutes. I'm just getting in some fresh air, a little bit of exercise. Uh, and then I'm back home with a, with a coffee and, uh, doing some journaling and some reading and just getting that, the, you know, the physical and the mental and kind of getting that going, uh, every day I've, uh, I don't think I've missed a day yeah. since. And it's, um, that's, that's been huge to just kind of remain, remain positive and, and just kind of almost, I look at it as kind of recalibrating myself every morning, I guess. Yeah. That's a good plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Perfect. And I guess, I mean, let's, let's, let's be real for a minute. Some of those emotions are because, you know, like I mentioned, it's your livelihood, but you're also a husband and a father, right? So you have, yeah. you have not only your team to consider, but your own immediate family that has to ride through this with you. Certainly. So, Certainly. you know, it, let's, you know, let's be real for a minute. It's not easy to keep it together all the time. And, and it's quite an emotional roller coaster of a ride here that we're going through the it last is, couple of months. Is. So, yeah. Yeah. So what about your team? How have you been able to keep them inspired and motivated through, you know, you, you talked about your own routine and, and what you're doing to bring a little bit of normalcy to your life and keep your batteries recharged, so to speak. How have you been keeping your team motivated and inspired through this time? Yeah. I mean, in that uh, kind of first week, I, um, I'm going to try to find it here, but uh, I, I know like, so we have a, we had a couple of uh, virtual team meetings early on to just kind of get everybody on the same page and, you know, here's what's going to happen. And um, you know, here's the, you know, kind of the, the format of how we're going to do this virtually and here's how to handle, you know, client inquiries and, and, you know, keep them going and all that. Um, but I know, I remember reaching out to them um, a couple times early on and to really, you know, push the point that like everybody needs a coach right now, right? There's so much up in the air, like I said before, with their, um, you know, their own personal lives, potentially their own workplaces and their own, you know, what they do, you know, professionally um, that, you know, there's, there's a huge need for, for guidance and for, for coaching. Um, oh, so here we go. 
So yeah, you know, I just said, remember, we are coaches. Um, there's absolutely nothing standing in our way to still be coaches. Uh, this is an opportunity to connect even more where a simple message or comment can impact the majority of our clients uh, versus just the ones that are in your session. I appreciate everyone's effort. And so that was kind of in referring well, yeah. to, um, you know, on our private Facebook group as well, um, where just, you know, those little touch points, right, where we can put up a video of, hey, here's what we're doing for our own workout today. What did you guys get in? You know, right. today, uh, actually just today, Steven, uh, one of our coaches here, he just posted a picture of his lunch. What did you guys all have for lunch? You know, was awesome. the question. there's a bunch of comments in there and, you know, just, just, um, you know, keeping everybody kind of engaged um, as, as coaches and then kind of that, that the byproduct of that is it helps keeps the clients engaged as well. Yeah. Um, perfect. So that's, that's kind of been the main thing is just understanding that, you know, even though we can't use the facility, uh, there's actually, in my opinion, almost a greater opportunity to, to be even more of an impactful coach, just because that one little comment on the Facebook group, you know, like I said, it's 150 people might see that. Right. Versus, versus saying that, you know, during one of your sessions, we're only six people here. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you have that greater reach. That's awesome. So, you know, here's it, you know, I don't want to take much more of your time here and, and I really appreciate you coming on, but I'd love to ask you this question. What have you learned about you in the last month and a half going through this or eight weeks going through this? What have you learned about Curtis Fox? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, yeah, kind of I mean, put you on the spot with that one. Yeah. <laughs> what have I learned about me? Well, but here's to be fully trust. Somebody asked me that question this morning and I was like, oh, okay. So that's a really good question to ask. What have I learned about me? So yeah. I'm now, so I'm passing that along. <laughs> it's pay it forward, May. So I'm going to pay it forward. Curtis, what have you learned about you in, since this started? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've learned that. Um, I think probably the biggest thing I've learned, I would say is just, there's always a, there's always a way, right. It's, it's probably, it's, and it's, and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it's always going to be the way you want it to be. Um, right. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, everything's going to go according to plan and, and things like that. Um, but it's uh, through, through the, especially in those early, you know, days and weeks uh, you know, it felt like there was no, um, no light at the end of the tunnel. It felt like, um, you know, that's not going to work or we're not going to be allowed to do that or our, our clients aren't going to like it that way or the team's not going to want to do it this way or that way or whatever. Um, but just recognizing that there's always a way uh, and, and yeah. you know, my, my role was to, to figure that out, you know, with the help of the team, but to provide that direction and, the, you know, no, we're doing it this way. And the only way we're going to know if that doesn't work uh, is by doing it. And then we can change it in a day right. two, if we need to. And so just recognizing um, the need to um, not take control, but to, you know, really um, make sure that things get put into action. And, uh, you know, because it would have been, it, I was very much in the, you know, weaving back and forth between what was uh, the right thing to do in, in different scenarios and different things that we were doing. So, right. you know, I think just now looking back, I'd say just, recognizing that there's, there's always a way. Um, and, uh, and I can see, I've, you know, I've actually started to apply that to um, different areas as well of my life, not just in, in business uh, over the last couple of weeks and just recognizing, you know, the, the problem solving skills, I guess to summarize it in the most concise manner, the problem solving <laughs> skills is the biggest thing. There you I've go. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that, 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 that persistent type of attitude, right? Like, right, right. and I think that's, 
that's something you get in that inspired entrepreneur that, you know, I'm not going to give up, right? Yep. We're going to find our way through this. We're going to push through. I was reading in a book the other day and it was an interview with 15 millionaires that had made their millions by the age of 35. And on the, the average amount of businesses each one of them had that failed was 17 right? Wow. 17 failed businesses, but yet they were millionaires by the age of 35. So, you know, that's that entrepreneurial spirit that right. you hear right. so much about that entrepreneurial spirit that is the backbone of so many countries. So, you know, kudos to you and your team, because I have seen you pivot well and, and inspire your team and inspire your clients. And, and uh, I have one last quick question for you. So the, the title of this, this podcast is lead from the driver's seat. And that name popped into my mind probably two years ago and I snagged the domain name because that's what I tend to do when I think of a good business name. I snag the domain name and then let it expire if it doesn't transpire in anything. But I've kept this one and I have my own reasons for it. But if I say lead from the driver's seat, what does that say to you? I think uh, the thing that pops into my head is you know, leading from the driver's seat, knowing, basically knowing, you know, when do you need to change lanes? When do you have to apply the gas? And when do you have to apply the brake? Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Then, you that's know, not being, what I thought of, but that's really good. I'm going to steal you know, that. Being, being aware of, of when you need to do any of those three things, I think is, is critical. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you for that. Again, Curtis, uh, you know, if you happen to be listening to this from the Pemina Valley area in Manitoba, how can they get a hold of you and your team? Sure, yeah, so we're, uh, our website is belifestrong.ca, so that's B-E, lifestrong.ca, um, and yeah, all our information's on there uh, for, uh, yeah, what we do and, and how we do it. Perfect, excellent. Again, thank you, my friend, I I really, like sincerely, sincerely, I appreciate you and the friendship that we've been able to build over the last couple of years, and I know that you've, you've definitely contributed to my success in, in what I do uh, by just, you know, being a friend and being a supporter of my business, and, and I do appreciate you and your team. So thank you for that, all, your, all you're doing, and uh, have an amazing evening. Thank you, yeah, really appreciate uh, the opportunity. Okay, take care, bud. All right, thanks.